Welcome back, Commander. This is my house tells mysteries. Ah, Fact, fantasy, and history have come together to tease the imagination. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Try House Tells Mysteries of Histories. Part four. Part four. Blah, 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 blah. With me in the booth is Kevin C. Frederick, the amazing Kevin C. Frederick. So funny, so beautiful, so talented. <laughs> and Jeremy Griffiths, so amazingly uh, articulate. <laughs> oh, alliteration from the K. <laughs> All right, and today we are talking about Mary Celeste. If, if no one out there knows what Mary Celeste is, it is the ghost ship. It's the origin of the ghost ship. Torn sails, the works. All right, so the Mary Celeste was not always the name of the ship. It was built in the Bay of Fundy in Nova Scotia and commissioned by the British. If no one knows where Nova Scotia is, it's like north of Maine. So it was... It was Canada. Con- yeah, it's Canada. It's fucking but Canadians. We're not, but we're not doctors. I love you, Canadians. We can't confirm that. <laughs> yeah, that's not confirmable. <laughs> <laughs> so she was completed and set loose on the oceans of the world in May 16th, 1861, and labeled the Amazon. On her maiden voyage, she sailed to the five islands to ferry a shipment of lumber to the Britons. See, right now we're just going to give you like a history of Mary Celeste because her, her history is a little weird. Like it's, <laughs> it's dripping in ominous gloop, you know? It's like Spectre. Yeah, articulate. It's like a 007 <laughs> film. It's a little porn sounding. The ghost ship. So it was uh, when it went through this fairing of the shipments, uh, this was under the guide of Captain McMillan who shortly after loading up the timber fell ill and later died before setting sail. It's doomed right there. That's a cursed, I, that's a cursed voyage. That does not bode well. <laughs> that does not bode well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So John Nutting Parker rose to the rank of captain and set sail from Nova Scotia. Hold on, his middle name is Nutting? Nutting? Dude, after you were just talking about dripping glue? <laughs> that's the thing, guys. These names of the people that are involved in this story are incredible. <laughs> Every single name, I've written them down just because they're incredible. <laughs> the name's Nutting. Perfect. John Nutting. <laughs> <laughs> so John Nutting Parker rose to the rank of captain and set sail from Nova Scotia. But on his way out, he ran into some fishing equipment and had to repair the ship. <laughs> That's like the lamest way to have to repair it. I heard they had some fishing oh, equipment. Oh, damn, some fishing hooks got in the way. No, but listen to this. Finally, they arrived in London, but on their way out, Parker ran into a break <laughs> in the English Channel, which he sunk. The Amazon needed further repairs. He ran into a brig. It's... This the same guy, team as him, too. Yeah, This guy and sounds John unfit Parker. to be captain. <laughs> he was like... Not a good captain. He, he would have like, what is it? What's that? A SUI? Steering under the influence? Uh, captaining um, under the Captaining influence? under... I, I just imagine him just like, just nutting, just like, at the bow. Is it the bow where the, the sturdy part is? <laughs> Dude, He's <so> like... <laughs> 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 they're like, I could just like, like, captain, captain, there's a break uh, in the way. And he's like, shut up, what are you? <laughs> it's an illusion. <laughs> We've been oh, at sail for 17 days. In 1863, the Amazon had a new captain, William Thomas. Under his leadership, the ship and the crew did not encounter any problems. Ooh. An Amazon crew member even said, quote, 
We went to the West Indies, England and the Mediterranean. We called a foreign trade. Not a thing unusual happened. That was a boring ass quote. That was a good Thank accent. God for your, whatever it was, your Australian pirate thing. No, it's supposed to be a boring quote because nothing happened. It was a yeah. time of nothing, which in this case is a good thing. Back well, then, when nothing happened, it was a good thing, because that means you didn't die. Yeah, no. are like, thank God. The fact that that captain had such an ordinary-ass name, I'm sure the crew knew. Like, Yes, William we're Thompson. We're like, not with... running into any fishermen. <laughs> but with a man like John Nutting Parker. <laughs> yeah. In October of 1867, the Amazon crashed ashore on the Cape Breton and was so badly maimed that Thompson declared it a wreck and abandoned the ship on the shore. After yeah. the destroyed ship uh, changed hands a bit... Uh, it landed under the ownership of Richard W. Haynes, a oh. New Yorker. What's up? The underwear guy? No. <laughs> Gosh damn it. The guy who founded the brief? Yeah, he bought the ships and owned underwear. <laughs> okay, he, he fixed her. Yeah, so he fixed her up and renamed her the Mary Celeste. For unknown reasons, the ship was seized from the Haynes ownership and sold to the New York Consortium. The ship was finally handed over to the Massachusetts native... Benjamin Spooner Briggs. <laughs> was he the Part big, owner? Was he big to John Nutting? Was he big Spooner or little Spooner Briggs? <laughs> All right. So the, the Mary Celeste left the harbor on November seventh, eighteen seventy-two, oh, for the shores of Genoa. What's up? Uh, Genoa. Did you say that? Yeah. Genoa. Oh. I think it's Genoa. Is this and when it became under possession of the the New Yorker? Is that when it changed names to the Mary Celeste? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I no, thought, no, 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 no. Haynes named it the Mary Celeste. Hugh Haynes uh, went to the shipboard. I don't really know what it's called, but he legally changed the ship's name. Then it got repossessed, kept the name because it was legal. Good. That's it was legally binding. That's probably why Poor they guy. seized the ship. He changed the name like, that name's too sexy for a ship. <laughs> Give us that boat, Haynes. Mary Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> you came here to change the name. You're giving me a boner. God damn it, Haynes. <laughs> And then he went into the underwear business. So the ship had acquired a few new crew members. It had accrued um, 10 crew members. So that would be Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs, his wife, side note, also his cousin. (laughs) Uh, Her name was Sarah Briggs and their two-year-old daughter, Little Briggs. (laughs) Not Briggs Jr. Like, that's Little Briggs. (laughs) Little Briggs. Or Little Spooner. Or or Little Spooner. It was his daughter slash the first rapper. (laughs) <laughs> Lil Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Jeremy. So yeah, I mean, this brig was now run, this 282-ton brigantine was now run by technically only eight people. I and mean, because technically his wife and his daughter were considered part of the crew. How many people are supposed to run 282-ton brigantines? Well, I, I think anything. eight people is around that number because the ship, there's a second ship that comes along in the story that I think is only run by eight people as well. So surprisingly, yeah. yeah. I always thought they were run by like at least 15 people. If, if I learned anything yeah. from Pirates of the Caribbean, you need a, you need a, a, a shit ton of undead crew members. Yeah. yeah. You need like 60 guys. Or just Jack Sparrow. That are like half fused with or, sea creatures. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. So just a little bit of uh, background information about... Some of the stuff that was plaguing uh, crew members uh, was scurvy, which was originally curred by Vasco da Gama's crew. Uh, cured. Cured. <laughs> or by orange juice. Orange juice would have 
cured scurvy juice and vitamin C. Well, I mean, like, orange juice would have cured They didn't scurvy. have orange They didn't juice really have. Open, open what they seed. had was, like, a lemon fusion with, like, sugar and water, which would have made sense. And, like, lemons are... That's lemonade. Yeah, that's... They got <laughs> lemonade. This is the origin story of lemonade. <laughs> These guys, I've got a cure for scurvy. No, you have a tasty-ass beverage. That's what you have. How much? <laughs> Five cents. But Becky across the sea is selling it for four. <laughs> So the Mary Celeste, this was its cargo. It was loaded with 1,701 barrels of poisonous denatured alcohol. This is alcohol that has purposely been polluted with dangerous additives to deter people from drinking it. So that's like kind of what you see at the gas station, you know? I'm pretty sure that's more like rubbing alcohol. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure the stuff that you see at the gas station. Oh, you mean like you buy it at the gas station? Yeah, like you, if they didn't put their additives in there, you could drink gasoline. What? It would get you drunk. I'm like pretty Uh, positive. That's nuts, dude. This uh, keep going. This is the exciting part. On November 5th, due to ominous weather, the captain moved the ship to the New York Harbor and anchored there for the night. During this time, Sarah wrote a letter to her mother-in-law saying, Tell Arthur, which is her son that she left behind. Tell my son Arthur, I make great dependence on the letters I shall get from him. And I will try to remember anything that happens on the voyage, which he would be pleased to hear. So another pointless quote. <laughs> <laughs> Why are these in the court Basically, doc? she's like, can you please write me some letters? Yeah, except... I'm lonely. The weird thing is, like, she didn't... Well, she never made it to Genoa, so... I don't think Spoiler, she had Spoiler, motherfucker. Yeah, so our little poor Arthur never received his mother's letters. Damn. Seemed like she was getting off on too. Wait, what? Or, or, that, or that was, the, la- that was oh. the last letter that he received. Because we've got documentation of that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was before None of the other letters were received. Yeah. Sad. While they made the necessary preparations for their voyage, the Canadian ship De Gratia, meaning by the grace of God, was waiting on their cargo. Captained by David Morehouse and his first mate, Oliver DeVoe, De Gratia was similarly set to sail for Genoa. It is theorized that Morehouse and Briggs knew each other due to their similar maritime trade routes. Morehouse's widow even recalls the two sitting down for dinner before Briggs set sail. Yeah, but we don't really know that because she was the, her. His widow was like old as shit when she gave this yeah. recollection. So we don't really know if they were friends. We can, but we imagine if they we were can trust a lot a of speculation. Word. Is yeah. that what you're trying to say? That's not what I'm saying. That's, That's sexist. No, we love you. Shit. You don't trust women? No, but she also could have been huffing those um, those little alcohol things that were delivered. That were in the poisoned. boat, the denatured alcohol. She might. So right. on November 7th, the Mary Celeste set sail, finally. The De Grazia followed 15 days later. On December 4th, Morehouse walked out of his quarters to one of his crew members shouting of a ship six miles off their position. From afar, he noticed that the ships had an unnatural course and it had damaged sails. After examining the ship through the telescope, Morehouse realized something was terribly wrong. No one was on deck, and the ship was slowly drifting towards them at barely two knots. They made their way closer to the ship and hailed them, again and again, but there was no response. So the captain set his first mate, Oliver DeVoe, on a board mission to investigate. DeVoe climbed on board to find some sails at half-mass and in poor condition while others were completely blown away. Ropes and rigging draped the masts 
hanging off the sides. I mean, this is like this is like the classic ghost ship. Ugh. When I initially read this by myself, I did not picture it until you just read it. That is some that is ominous. That's eerie. Yeah, dude. It's like it's- where the hell did these people go? And it goes even <clears throat> crazier as you go along. Like when they. W- well, if, if I was no, if I was Devoe, I'd be terrified. Like I feel like just the moments of Devoe exploring the ship is like a horror film in itself. Yeah, and I especially if they knew myself. Him. What That's I would have shit myself if I was Devoe, unrelated to Bell Biv Devoe, been wanting to make that joke the whole time. <laughs> 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 if I was Devoe, I would have been too scared to go like down into the ship. I would just stay on deck and be like, I'm done. Oh shit. And the glass that housed the ship's compass was broken. Yeah, 3.5 feet of water sloshed around in the hold, which isn't uncommon for a ship that size. And the deck, on on the deck was a sounding stick, like a makeshift sounding stick, which is used for like testing the water levels in the hold. What's up? 3.5 feet isn't uncommon? No, dude. Like when you see Pirates of the Caribbean and you see all that water sloshing around in the hold, that's normal. That's not because there's what a the leak. What the fuck do you mean? Yeah. That's well, dude, normal. they're made. Of, it's made out of wood. Wood is terribly porous. Yeah. So I imagine like they just kind of scoop it out and just. Yeah. So put, that's why they have people constantly in the bottom okay. of the ship scooping water out with buckets. Exactly. Can we talk about how I would never get on a fucking boat if you're like. <laughs> Over time, it will eventually sink. This shit's really porous. <laughs> like, I would never get on a but boat. Dude, it, it takes so long for it to really, like, seep. 3.5 feet? I would have already that's been, really like... That's really not that high. Dude, that's like this high. <laughs> I'd have been dog jumped off to shores. You would have jumped off the boat and swam. So yeah, only... dude, maybe that's what happened. Maybe the crew was just, like, terrified of <laughs> 3.5 feet, even though it was normal, and they just jumped off. <laughs> the crew was like, they're, they're like, Captain, where's the buffet? And he's like, there's no buffet on this ship. They're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So another thing that he found when he went into the captain's quarters was... I mean, first off, the captain's quarters were complete disarray, and underneath his bed was a sheathed sword, which will come into play later when uh, some people examine the ship. Um, so there were nine barrels missing from their inventory, uh, and there was no yawl aboard the ship, which is like, it's kind of like a dinghy. You know, it's like one of those rowboats that you can get people off the ship. Ah. Uh. Yeah, so, I mean, probably most likely scenario is they dipped on the yawl. But but, but all of, what, oh wait, there were only eight of them. Can yeah, there were only eight. fit on the yawl? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, so so it was it was missing. So they were like, peace, and just left. Yeah. Okay. And there were no log books left behind. The only thing that was left behind of any significance was a slate log with the hourly recordings of speed, wind, and bearing. The last entry was November 25th and suggested they abandoned ship near the island of Santa Maria. It didn't say that. That was just the last recording. Was that, that was their position. And if they Santa were going Maria. to abandon ship, that's where they would have abandoned it because there's no other log and they were close to another place. Exactly. Okay. So Captain Morehouse ordered, Captain Morehouse, the, the captain of the De Grazia, ordered half of his crew members to man the Mary Celeste and bring it into Gibraltar as like salvers. So, I mean, this was actually a pretty lucrative job. I yeah. mean, oh. when you're out and you see a ship that's been abandoned or maybe like, you He's know. He's just like, Whoa. If nobody's claiming this, <laughs> taking this shit back. Well, yeah, dude, I mean, if you think about it, it already had like, what, only nine barrels were missing of the alcohol out of yeah. 1,700? The Mary Celeste was also insured. Wait, okay, so if the if the y'all was missing, what's to say that these guys didn't just jump ship to like claim the insurance money? 
Also, why the fuck didn't they sink the ship if they wanted to claim insurance money? Ooh. Hmm. That's a good question. Upon arriving in Gibraltar, the Mary Celeste was impounded for the Salvation Court hearing, which did not go according to plan. Uh, Chief Justice of Gibraltar, Sir James Cochrane, was in charge of their case. After hearing DeVoe's testimony, he was convinced that the crew of Dei Grazia had committed an act of piracy in order to full examination carried out by the surveyor of shipping, John Austin, to which they found possible blood on the captain's sword. So now we're seeing a whole shift. We, it might not have been... Well, because if there was blood on the captain's sword, maybe was there a mutiny? Mm. Or maybe... like So the ship wouldn't be worth anything. No, I think the ship would still be worth it. But I think the guy, the chief justice was skeptical because he was afraid that the crew, the De Grazia crew, had committed an act of piracy. Yeah. They had killed the crew oh. and, and brought, brought it, it back for insurance claim. No. So they thought the De Grazia crew was trying to get the insurance money. Exactly. That's crazy, though, that the sheath sword had blood on it. Yeah. Where will this go? Oh, do we, do we like, find out? All you had to do was throw that thing in the ocean. I know, right? Yeah. And if, well, that makes me think that it wasn't an act of piracy. I mean, it seems so sloppy. Yeah. Like, why There's would you literally in, like thousands of miles in which you could have just like tossed that thing. I know. <laughs> so Austin did not believe that the abandonment was to heavy weather or collision. Uh, later, the ship was examined by the Royal Navy captains that noticed intentional cuts on either side of the bow and blood stains on the ship's railing with a gouge mark that could have been made with like a weapon, probably an axe. Hmm. So Cochrane sent his reports. <clears throat> Cochrane, the chief justice, sent his reports to London, noting that he believed the crew had gotten at the alcohol and killed Briggs' family, making off with the yawl and leaving two incisions on the bow to insinuate a collision. That doesn't make any sense because the alcohol was denatured alcohol. Maybe they didn't realize that until they started Come drinking. Come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> they were no. like, something's not right. No, because the captain, the captain, the original captain, mm -hmm. uh, Briggs, he, before he left, he That's even right. said that his, his crew members, he was very happy with his crew members. Like, they knew what they were doing. These guys were intelligent seafarers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the fact that they wouldn't know that it was denatured. That makes no sense to me, too. It's like, why would they take nine barrels on the small boat? Like, I feel like that's, that's so weird to me. I know. Because I feel, I guess that's part of the, our guesses for later. Exactly. That's super weird to me. Exactly. So that kind of goes into our theories. Um, that is actually a very, that is one of the theories, is that they, um, they kind of went crazy. They, they went crazy because they found that a ton of this alcohol had leaked into the hold, into the. With 3.5 feet of water. With 3.5 feet of water, that's going to stink. It's also got poisonous additives and it's alcohol. You shouldn't be like inhaling alcohol like at all because it's not good for you. So one of the theories is that they kind of went insane, killed the captain, had a mutiny, or maybe they were so afraid because they felt the effects of the alcohol that they jumped ship. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, dude. So one of the theories about why they might have jumped ship 
is that the leaking alcohol shipment caught fire, leading the captain to panic and cry out, Abandoned ship! That's so specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leading to everyone jumping off in turbulent waters. This is widely discounted because there was no sign of fire damage, but reports do show, however, that over 300 gallons of alcohol had leaked from their containers, Damn. which does support the idea that the alcohol fumes made them go crazy i mean it could have been like turbulent waters or something obviously uh john austin the guy who surveyed the ship uh said that he didn't think that it was heavy weather but maybe something shook the ship yeah i don't know and maybe cracked the barrels because that's one thing that we don't nobody knows how the barrels were were leaking i mean is that a normal i mean that sounds like it could have been a normal thing back then they had how many tons of denatured alcohol was like 1500 or was it 1500 barrels because if nine barrels go missing a 1500 that's not i feel like back in those days you're like oh thank god we got over a thousand because (laughs) i mean as we talked about with three and a half feet of water on the ship i mean i i highly doubt you know the united states navy the average water in the hold is anywhere near 3.5 oh come on the the u.s navy our ships are made out of metal now metal's not porous Sounds like these people shouldn't have been on boats in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you underestimating the first seafarers, Kevin? So going into one of those theories that is like turbulent waters, it might have been a sea quake. So, yeah, I know what the hell is a sea quake. So there have been reports of abandoned ships due to terrifying phenomenon, which is named a sea quake. So the definition of a sea quake, it's, quotes, an earthquake or originating under the ocean floor. Sea quakes are caused by shifting of the tectonic plates of the bottom of the ocean. The seabed pushes up and pulls on the water above it, sending violent pressure waves towards the surface and often creating tsunamis. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are plenty of these uh, scenarios that, I mean, plenty of like actual events that have happened. Like the, the USS Scorpion, the U.S. nuclear-armed submarine, was found at the bottom of the ocean near Azores, the same island that Mary Celeste was found off of, due to violent sea quakes that ripped it apart. So, mm. also, not to jump the gun, but on the Bermuda Triangle, that island comes up a lot. As in, a bunch of shit washes up near that island. Because Dude, I, I this is very much related to the Bermuda Triangle. Mary Celeste, Bermuda Triangle, very close. Very So going back to the USS Scorpion, I just want to like give you like a little bit of information on like what a sea quake is like and what it does to a ship. And this was a submarine, but eh. Maritime <laughs> Safety Division and U.S. Naval Oceanic Office published a report about these sea quakes saying, quotes, the ships may be thrown about in the water with such force that most booms, superstructures, and machinery, as well as the hull, may be damaged. It is possible for seams to be opened to such an extent that flooding cannot be contained and vessels sink. Well, damn. Yeah. So that's that's like that's a that's a submarine made yeah. by the U.S. Navy, made out of solid good old American steel. Are you sure it wasn't Chinese steel? No, dude. We have, <laughs> I don't think. It was an old submarine. <laughs> no, it's but not like now. the defense spending of the United States? I'm pretty sure that's American steel. <laughs> American. No but, <laughs> no, but um, that's funny. That doesn't. That theory doesn't make sense to me because, like, clearly the Mary Celeste 
if there was a sea quake, it survived. So, oh, like the crew was so afraid no, no, it no, might no. rip apart? Because they were on the surface. I'm thinking that they did experience this sea quake. They, like, it's a crazy phenomenon. They freaked the flippity doop out and they were like, oh my God, what the hell's that? Yeah, but hold And they on. got on a smaller boat? That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> exactly. If, it's if, like, <laughs> yo, we have a big boat, we're in a sea quake. Let's get on a smaller boat in this sea quake. That'll up our chances. And yeah, let's take nine theory. barrels of <laughs> contaminated alcohol into the sea quake. <laughs> so we have us. something to drink. <laughs> All right, so obviously. You guys want to kill ourselves. <laughs> not, not, not a good theory. All right. So, but I mean, hey, there are major fault lines in the, around the Azores Islands. So, might I just say that? We'll you get can to that say it with the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> it's not going to influence our decision, Matt. All right, fine, fine. But I just want to let you guys know that ninety percent of earthquakes happen in the ocean. Ninety percent of earthquakes are sea quakes. Well, that makes sense because really? the world is mostly water. Yeah, I know you it makes shit. sense. <laughs> I, I just think you guys forgot about that. <laughs> That's going to be like, did you guys know like 90% of Asians are in Asia? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So another one is that the crew encountered a water spout, uh, which tore the sails... So they abandoned ship. Wait, uh, I'm sorry. What's up? Uh, water spout? <laughs> it sounds uh, like a yes. Pokemon yeah, move. Yeah, I was about to say. It, it sounds, sounds like, like a it po- does 10 damage. <laughs> a water spout. Squirtle spell. used, <laughs> Squirtle yeah, used water spout. It was actually, not very effective. I think that actually is an attack move. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's apparently pretty effective. <laughs> <laughs> it can destroy the Mary Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mary Celeste fainted. <laughs> So, I mean, what a water spot is, it's pretty much, it's a tornado in the open ocean. It starts as a dark spot, um, it starts as a dark spot in the open waters, followed by swirling waters, and then a ring of ocean spray. Then, the funnel forms. Wait, is that... What's up? Sorry, it's a tornado. This is going to sound very uninformed. Is this like Pirates of the Caribbean 3 with the... <laughs> Where do they have the... That's a whirlpool. No, that's a whirlpool. That's that's, that's more terrifying that's, than, than a water spout. That's in the water. The water spout is above the water. Yeah, I mean, that's but also another the, theory. It's the inverse of the yeah. whirlpool. Okay. Sure. Yeah. It's Please. like... Uh, Continue. It's like a whirlpool in the air, but on water. And more gentle. Or is that one? So it's a tornado. Yeah, it's in the medium of the air. But <laughs> Wait, you just a described. I'm sorry. Is in the medium of the ocean. You guys know that movie Twister? Yeah, I should, love that movie, dude. It's a pretty good movie. That's we should make a, a we should make a movie about this and call it Water Spout, <laughs> and then colon the Mary Celeste story. <laughs> like Water Spout is more important. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Side note: Another type of terrifying tornado, just for you guys who want to know. Uh, because there's not only water spouts, but there's something called a snow spout or sometimes called an ice devil, nice. which forms during a snow squall, which is kind of like a whiteout, um, pretty much whips around the snow and debris around the same speed as a tornado. So pretty terrifying. You can't see shit. And then a tornado is whipping shit. At you. <laughs> there is an unrelated fun fact. That sounds absolutely terrifying. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so dude. another one my favorite kevin you can take this away uh the um matt's favorite theory is they were attacked by a giant squid <laughs> i believe also known as a kraken 
No, dude. Like giant squid. I think that was an octopus. I think the Kraken's like a crazy octopus. Yeah, you're right. The Wait, Kraken. It, are, are, <laughs> but giant squid are a thing. They are a thing. They mainly reside in the oceans of Japan. So the Atlantic so how Ocean. how the fuck did it get to the Atlantic oh, well, Ocean? That... No, the Atlantic Ocean is Japan. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's not. That's Pacific It's Ocean. definitely Pacific. No, but the, <laughs> fact that, the fact that giant squids mostly reside in near Japan explains. Well, we tentacle porn. porn. <laughs> the poor girls, man. There must have been girls that really were victimized by giant squid before anime <laughs> caught on. Or hentai. That's uh, yeah, that's true. Hentai. <laughs> So, I mean, oh, I, <laughs> I love the idea of giant squid some? because like giant squids, they've been around since like sea travel has been a thing in Western society. And like the folklore. No, yeah, they're real. There's so much folklore and they are real. Yeah. Like uh, they do exist. An adult, an adult squid was filmed in 2012 by Japanese researchers. How cool is oh, that? Wait, okay. They even found a cool. giant squid uh, oh. tentacle. Okay. Ooh. But the, yeah, but the problem is. It was but long. The giant squid didn't didn't take down the boat. So, I, what I'm well, even getting attacked by a giant squid is enough to be like, oh shit! It's like got its tentacles all around this boat. Let's get in the smaller boat, kind of shimmy away. I, again, this goes back to why would I leave the bigger boat? No, did you I, not I, see Jaws? <laughs> We're gonna need a bigger like, boat. Squid is attacking the big boat. Maybe the little boat will give us a better chance against the giant fucking squid. Then again, they had been huffing a lot of denatured alcohol. So. Yeah, that's true. So they didn't know what to do. I mean, all the theories. Being, their mind is being polluted by this denatured alcohol. Then a giant squid appears. Then there's a water <laughs> spout and a sea quake. They probably thought they could fly and just jumped into the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And That's then, actually, like, the last person was like, we should take the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they got so effed up on the denatured alcohol that they tried to ride the boat into the maw of the giant squid because they thought it was heaven. Well, that's um, a theory. <laughs> that's a, uh, less, a lesser known theory. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, oh, or in Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. You've seen it. Seen You've freaking movie. seen that movie. Where he, uh, where he sacrifices himself to the Kraken for the good of the ship. So all eight of them were like, it's for the good of the alcohol. <laughs> like, at least the alcohol will live on. And they just like ran into the giant squid's <laughs> mouth. Like, is this what you want? Yes. <laughs> Yes, Jack Sparrow, that was uh, based on true events. <laughs> of the Mary Celeste. So it should be called, instead of, what is it, Dead Man's Chest? It should be, it's the Caribbean 2, adapted Mary Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> Some speculate that it was piracy, and but if this was the case, the pirates would have boarded the ship, killed the crew members, thrown them into the sea, and pillaged the ship's cargo. However, many of the crew's personal belongings were found still on board, and the cargo had not been removed. So that doesn't... It does well with piracy. No, yeah, not at all. And the fact that the 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 little dinghy boat was gone, because the only way that would have happened is if like the pirates swam to the boat, went on and like killed the crew. We're like, oh, what can we take? <laughs> the dinghy and nine <laughs> barrels. <laughs> like and they're just like just the pirates and the little dinghy just like sailing away. <laughs> the giant squid, like I wanted to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Another one, as we uh, as we discussed before, was the insurance scam. So Briggs was part owner of the Mary Celeste and could have colluded with Morehouse and staged the whole thing. They were friends, apparently, if they actually did have dinner with each other. But 
uh, I don't know. It wasn't really insured for that much money. So, I mean, they didn't yeah. even get, like, they got barely anything. Oh, so that. Morehouse was paid by the courts? Morehouse was paid. Morehouse and his crew. I didn't okay. think it was for was the insurance paid. money, though. I thought it was salvage money. money. It was salvage and... Oh, but nobody could have collected on the insurance if it was salvaged. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also... Yeah, they would have destroyed the ship. Or may- Yeah, because... The insurance was- thing doesn't make sense, because the ship yeah. wasn't sunk. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, the only thing is, if they thought that the the winds would have been so rough that without a crew, surely it's gonna sink. But why wouldn't they just destroy it themselves? Maybe because they didn't want signs of destruction. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, some they couldn't like, like deep sea. I mean, if the ship sunk, they were like, "Well, we don't see it anywhere. Here's your money." Like, uh, I feel like that's. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't really know because I guess if it, the ship didn't show up, you'd still get your insurance money. Yeah. So maybe it was just they were colluding for the salvage. Yeah. Maybe they Which realized was like that the ship was garbage. And they were like, <laughs> we need to get rid of this thing. It's gone through like 10 repairs. Yeah. <laughs> so another one of the theories is... <clears throat> aliens. <laughs> Gosh, dude, we almost made it through an entire <laughs> podcast without you talking about aliens. No, I mean, like, that's... Of course, everyone's going to think that aliens had something to do with something. So... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the aliens came down. They were like, all right, let's take the people. And like, hold on. If we just take the people, it'll look fishy. Let's take nine <laughs> barrels of oil and let's sprinkle a little smidgen of blood on the sword and then resheath it. Throw the dinghy out. <laughs> every, every time you say dinghy. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I mean, that doesn't make any sense, but I'm not in the mind of an alien. So really, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right, right. That's why they took the people, by the way. They just so enjoy anal probing. So the aliens took the people to anally probe them and are just really bad at covering their tracks and it's like a half-baked scheme. That's that's one theory. I mean, it seems like with all of these, like with Roanoke, with Mary Celeste, there were all these half-baked alien schemes. (laughs) Uh, Or, dude, the Atlantis people just like took the crew. (laughs) They arose Um, from the sea. We're like, yeah. we like you for some like, weird sh- unknown reason. <laughs> Come to Atlantis. Shit. Get out of here. <laughs> and they just kicked the ship aside. You're on our turf essay, and they took out their Uzis. <laughs> you're you're mer people now. By the way, Uzis are were invented by Israel. Yeah, that's an Israeli weapon. <laughs> that is so random. It's so random. My little brother just told me about it. Just letting you guys know. Yeah, a little shout out to Ian McKay. We Damn, dude. Israel trying to spray rounds. Yeah, dude. Not very accurate weapon. Holy land. That is really fucking off time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the next Tryhouse event, we're taking a field trip to Israel with Uzis. All right. Well, let's go Segway. around. <laughs> let's go around and let's talk about our favorite theories. Kevin, will you do the honors? All right. My favorite theory is Jack Sparrow. <laughs> saw the Mary Celeste after all the insurance fraud and everything and was like, you know what? This ship here looks pretty good. I'm going to make a movie with it. <laughs> and that's how the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy started. Jack Sparrow, the filmmaker. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, uh, I will admit it's not the most sound theory. but It's I, not sound I, at all. <laughs> but I that wasn't I, even one of the theories. That I wasn't even very strong. <laughs> 
theory does not hold any water. And it's only Jack's, like, you go to Johnny Depp, and you're like, Mary Celeste? He's like, what's that? <laughs> Jack Sparrow when knows. He's in character, he knows. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, what did you think? My favorite theory is that the crew got so crazy from the leaked alcohol that they were having hallucinations and... No, the Kraken didn't actually come, but they, like, thought something was attacking the boat. They're like, we gotta get out of here. And then so they took the dinghy, and they took the nine barrels of the effed up the alcohol. Yaw, my friend. They Wait, took what? the y'all. <laughs> no, took, it's a dinghy. <laughs> they took the dinghy, y'all. And then they <laughs> dinghy, y'all. <laughs> and they took the, the nine barrels, because they're like, just in case we need to commit suicide. And the reason they took nine... They only needed one barrel what, for that. Ex- no, they took one barrel each, but the ninth was insurance because they were like they're smart people they were just driven crazy by the leaked alcohol so like just in case the eight isn't enough we'll have another one that we could all like top it off you know and really die <laughs> or kill that giant squid <laughs> and wow. then they like tried to escape the hallucination squid that they saw wow what a theory that's, yes that's quite good uh <laughs> that was worse than my theory yeah I, what the no my character yours Johnny. takes the cake on being mine is what really worse. happened though I think I think that one makes sense. All right. I think us. I'm not going to I don't really buy any of these really. I mean, probably I lo- I love the giant squid, but I'm going to I'm going to come up with my own theory just you, like all of you did. <laughs> you love the giant squid, Matt? I love why don't, the giant squid. Why don't you go and look for a career as a Japanese hentai oh, girl? Wait, also something we forgot to talk about was when they found the ship, I, I remember reading this. The ship was well provisioned. It's oh, not yeah. like they ran out of food or anything. No, like, no. There was plenty of They food. had food for like six months. It was they could have absolutely finished the trip. There was no reason that they should have left the ship. Yeah. They were crazy. What, what I think is that okay, kind of piggybacking off your favorite theory, Jeremy, is that the bottles leaked. They kind of went crazy. But I think there were a lot of things that happened. Because I think multiple things kind of have to happen for people to just abandon ship and then for them never to be heard again. So yeah. I think that the barrels were leaking. The fumes were rising, kind of making them very, very loopy. I think they were in the Bermuda Triangle, and that has a strange magnetic field, because I, as we, as we, as Kevin mentioned earlier, that the compass, the glass on it was broken. I think they were all going a little bit crazy. Then the compass isn't working, spinning every which way. They were like freaking out because they're like, "Oh my God, we might not be able to get home." One of the crew members like just goes crazy and has like a fit of rage smashes the glass on the compass now all hope is lost for getting home and then they realize oh my god there's no way that we're going to be able to do this they might have been able to use the stars but since they're not thinking clearly they're like okay we just need to get off this ship we're all going crazy like the alcohol seeped into the into the pores of the wood we're not going to be get be able to get it out of this they took the y'all because that was literally their only saving grace and then i mean there was also a thing that said that the oceans, the Atlantic Ocean, was having the worst weather in the last decade. So my guess is maybe they got caught up in the storm in their dinghy. And they died. They got caught holding their dinghies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt's theory was awesome. That's the next Trihouse project, everyone. Trihouse presents a feature film. <laughs> Escape with a dinghy. <laughs> But also, Matt, you've clearly thought about this way too fucking. No, I love that. No, though. no, that just came to my mind. The smashing, 
The smashing. Was, was the compass? He was very passionate. Very visceral. People love visceral things in movies. Yeah, visceral. All right, so that's it for Mary Celeste, right? Yeah, I think also, that covers it. Uh, I, I just got married uh, two and a half weeks ago. Look at ago, that ring. So that's a tungsten yeah, hammered it's a, ring it's a, right it's there. It's a, uh, a tungsten carbide hammered ring. It's beautiful. Mm. Shout Which out one? to my wife, uh, Kayla Frederick. Um, <laughs> no. his name is Kayla actually Gar Kevin Gar now no yeah what was that oh no i only call her <laughs> Kayla Gar when i'm angry so um yeah shout out to her i love her and um any closing statements yeah you guys so uh thanks for tuning in to this podcast <laughs> uh uh what well, <laughs> we're not gonna cut out your all right thank you everybody wait no i actually <laughs> i have something to say i have something to say all right all right everybody make sure you know, go follow us. Go check out our YouTube. Go ch- follow our Twitters and our Instagrams. They're all up on the Facebook page. I'm not going to say what they all are because it's too much, but it's all there online. Yeah, and we really appreciate you listening to our podcast. Please stay tuned for more awesome conspiracy theories. And we might even do some branches for Trihouse Tales. It might not be Mysteries of Histories. Just let us know what you think. They're uh, not conspiracy theories, dude. They're conspiracy we, facts. We solve Is that what they are? The mysteries of histories. Okay. <laughs> People are like, what happened? And then we think about it we're for five be, minutes and tell them what bro. happened. <laughs> <laughs>